events going on in that part of the world in these last few weeks, and I suspect in the weeks to come. And those are the things that we're gathered here today to discuss. So the, thank you. So the purpose of our event really is to look at the ramifications of the January <coughs> referendum, the ramifications for Sudan, of course, both North and South, but also for the region and perhaps also for the continent and the AU, because I think this is a very significant juncture. Uh, the title of the afternoon's proceedings, uh, Sudan in Transition, implies questions about the extent to which the referendum represents the long-term transition for southern Sudan, and whether a further reckoning with conflicts and grievances from the past might be required in the future. In other words, to what extent will the unfinished business need to be settled in the months and years ahead? In organising this meeting, uh, we've collaborated between Oxford Transitional Justice Research and the African Studies Centre, and that follows on many collaborations we've managed to have successfully over recent years, and certainly as a member of the African Studies Centre, I'm delighted to have the opportunity to do this in partnership. Um, OTJR is of course very grateful to the Planet Good Foundation for its continued support of seminars and workshops and symposia, including this one, and I think the director of that foundation is actually here with us today, so you're very welcome to join us. Uh, this event will in fact uh, be podcasted and the presentations will be disseminated both on the Transitional Justice and the African Studies websites. Um, I think this is quite important and certainly in African Studies now we are trying to podcast just about every event that we hold. And uh, the take up, the number of people who come and look at these broadcasts is actually quite staggering. So it greatly increases the reach and influence of the things that we do here. I think it's important also because there has been enormous international interest in this meeting. Uh, both Phil Clark and myself have received lots of inquiries from people who are in other countries far away from here who can't come but write to us saying, can they have the papers, can they have a, a summary of the discussion. So I think the podcast does allow us to reach out to an audience that really is there and is interested and wants to hear what is said on occasions like this. And that correspondence this last week about this meeting has included, of course, correspondence from the office of the prosecutor of the ICC, typically enough, who send their apologies that they can't actually send a representative to the event, but they would have liked to have done so. So, we have this afternoon two uh, sessions, and we'll break for coffee in between. Our first session is on political, social and economic consequences of the referendum. And then after coffee, we'll move to a session addressing the past and preparing for the future. But we'll look at war crimes, reconciliation and human rights issues. Um, I will chair this first session and then uh, Dr. Srinivasan from University of Cambridge will chair the second session. But he's working hard because he's also on the first panel. Uh, so, so let's move into our first panel. Uh, the, the format will be that we'll allow our speakers uh, 20 minutes each for the presentation, and then we'll go into an open discussion. We don't break for coffee until 4 o'clock, so that should give us plenty of time, if our speakers are disciplined, if our speakers are disciplined, for a good and lively discussion. 
And in, this, in the discussion, I should do my best this chair to make sure that everybody gets a chance to speak and to air their views, as I'm sure there will be many contested opinions on the matters that we'll be discussing. So we're going to take our speakers in the order they appear on your program. So we'll begin with Dr. Ahmed Al-Shahid. Thank you. Thank you very much, David.